Hi guys, it's me Trishali again and we're doing this podcast on adoption. I am interviewing my amazing friends Rimmel and Sapna. Hi guys. Hello. Hiya. And we are talking about support within the adoption journey um, from friends, both positive and negative opinions um, and ultimately talking about the thoughts and opinions of our generation. So guys, what does adoption mean to you? Sap, do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, so in a very few words, it is just changing somebody's life and giving them a second chance. And what about the nail on the head, isn't it? It's about giving uh, somebody an opportunity to have a family that is less fortunate and hasn't had that opportunity. So, you know, you're doing something good for somebody else, aren't you? And you bring them into your family. So ultimately, you guys are saying it's a good thing? I think so. Yes. It, yeah. Yeah, okay. And how did you guys feel when we told you we were adopting? Happy for you guys, man. I was ecstatic because it's something that's close to me. Um, I've got a family member who's adopted and actually we don't see her as adopted. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose, it's is it something that you openly speak about? Yes, so it's my cousin. She knows she was adopted. Everybody in the family uh, knows she was adopted and we've all accepted her, um, yeah. Okay, and when we told you, did you question within yourself why we may have chosen to adopt? I mean, I know we've been open and honest with you guys about the whole journey, but initially, did you think, why are they doing it? Not really. I mean, yeah, you have like, um, as a friend, you have concerns and you have questions. So you laugh those and your voice says and you'll, you'll yeah. support. But you take that supportive role, isn't it? So, yeah. you know, have you thought about this? Have you thought about whatever the scenarios are? But you don't think about hey, why are you doing this when you shouldn't do it? That's not a choice, is it? That's, you know, you guys have made that decision. We're here to support you on that journey and, and give that critical friend analysis, aren't we? So, so talking about that critical friend analysis, what sort of questions do you think would be appropriate? Anything that's appropriate depends on your relationship with the person, isn't it? So it our relationship? Well, we call a spade a spade, don't we? <laughs> so we will be quite open and brutally honest and we'll have a bit of banter around things, but... Ultimately, it's like, right, what's the process like? Or have you yep. done the selection? You know, what's the history? You know, we might have asked about little questions around, you know, how, you know, what's the the health status, anything like that. But no, it's, 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 but nothing negative. Nothing negative. <laughs> nothing negative. Just joy and support, really. Absolutely. Okay. And then what were your thoughts when we told you we were adopting from India and not the UK? To me, I don't know. For me, I don't think it's a bad thing because, like, actually, you've got more chance of having someone that's more aligned in the sort of culture as well mm. so it's, it's a positive thing isn't it and actually if you look at the opportunities in you there's a lot of people that you know need that help and support so it's a fantastic thing what about you sap i think um adoption generally is a good thing regardless yeah. of where the children come from india obviously culturally um is a better suit but Wherever you were going to adopt from, we were going to be happy. Uh, we were happy with the news from day one, from the yep. minute you told us, because we knew you'd be the perfect people, because we've seen how you treat your son, mm. and just how caring nature, not just your son, but all the kids around you. So it was going to work from day dot. Okay. And did you have any doubts or questions? I know we've slightly touched on that with Rimmel, but what about you, Sapna, in particular? Did you have any doubts or questions about our adoption journey or why we were adopting or anything my biggest question was how quick was the process going to be because mm. as soon as you made that decision in my 
mind that just wanted that to happen as quickly as possible and I know obviously it took a long time. Yeah. I didn't expect it to take such a long time and the process behind it, the form filling. Yeah. Um, but I guess that was all forgotten about once she was here. She was here. Yeah, to be fair the process was very, very long and I know the wait times have since gone up because when we initially started the process it was six months. Yeah. Once we were approved, that wait time's now gone to three years. And I don't think lockdowns helped. But I think, ultimately, that wait time's going to go up and up and up. I mean, I'll, I'll put my hands up and, like, I, I, until following your journey and being sort of involved in hearing about it, I hadn't appreciated how much of a, uh, a long process mm. and red tape it can be and how difficult it can be with the selection processes and, and everything you have to go through. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a mental challenge and a half just to get to that stage, let alone once you get beyond the stage of actually finding someone that's going to be your son or daughter and then actually bringing them in and becoming part of your family. You know, the, the actual build-up is almost more difficult than anything else. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we were ready for the amount of paperwork and forms that we needed to fill in, let alone the matching process. I, I don't think it was almost like we were teaching ourselves. I, nothing could have prepared us for the amount of paperwork that we had to do. Um, but I think the whole process, it it's just not spoken about enough. Um, I mean, like Rimmel said, we didn't genuinely know yeah. how long and or expect that process to be so long. Yeah. Because there's so many children waiting for parents and you'd think Absolutely. that you know, it would be something that's prioritised and, you know, focus is given to turn it around quickly. Um, so, yeah, it's it was a learning for us. Um but in a good way, you know, we've seen the positive at the end. Yeah, absolutely. And what about the positive thoughts? Because obviously we spoke about how the the negative side of the paperwork, the length of time, you know, matching process, the red tape, if you like, the positives of it, apart from the fact that we brought her home. I think the positives are the, the, the passion that you guys had around it. You know, you were determined and you were always speaking about the, the sort of the positive effect that it's going to have I suppose mm. um, so we're just generally happy for you guys and that, obviously you mentioned about when you did bring her home and I remember that day mm. you know and the photos and the photos when you went to visit her first time yeah. and the second time and you know you knew that that you know that was your daughter effectively you know 100%. when you said that was you know 100% that's, that's it you know see her is for you you know um, and you made it happen which is amazing and I remember the first time we met her getting a Telling off by Sapna because I came before. I, I remember. <laughs> I remember so, you yeah, turned up without her. I know, but you know it was brilliant. Yeah, I mean, like it's just amazing to see how she's fitted in with everybody—friends, family, cousins, siblings, the lot. Um, it no one would ever know that she's adopted unless we we told you or she told you she's from India, which she quite openly does. Yeah, and I remember. <laughs> speaking so we'd met Sia you know it was really nice to just see her and I remember then speaking to quite a lot of our friends and saying well my friends have adopted I was so happy about it and as I look see her pictures and actually I said she just fits in with that family <laughs> like nobody could tell she was adopted yeah and everybody agreed and the smiles on her faces your faces everybody was so happy but that whole journey when you asked about what was the positive thing every step you took whenever we spoke to you you were always positive yes we we knew the hardships that you went through to get to every step 
but you were always positive and you were just fighting, you know, fighting with so much passion and you just wanted her. Yeah. And actually, we got the fruit of it in the end. I mean, she's with us. She's been with us three years now. You wouldn't even know she's been with us three years, to be honest. It feels like she's been with us. Yeah. Yeah. You guys act as a family um, and that she's treated and embraced is, is just amazing and surreal. It's crazy. So, guys, what are your thoughts about the stigma against adoption from the older generation? That's different, isn't it? Because, like, I think no matter what you're doing, whether it's moving, getting married, you know, the older generation have a different, completely different mindset to what we have. Yeah. And that goes up to even the grandparents' generation, so skipping a generation higher, and obviously it's been filtered down. Yeah. And then going down a generation to our sort of kids' level, you know, that's, that's a different mindset as well. So I can imagine, generically speaking, because obviously I know that, that there's obviously different opinions that are kind of floated around. But, you know, people probably have these misconceptions that, you know, why do people adopt, you know, mm-hmm. and, and what, what is it? You know, and some people will be pro and support you and some people will not do that in a proactive way regardless of their intentions you know they might be wanting to be positive but they might ask questions that probably don't come across being quite positive and do you think it's openly spoken about within our community no probably not no i don't think so i mean i you know i remember speaking to my mom saying oh guess what my friends are going to be adopting and my mom was so happy Mm. but then i've spoken to other family members and they're like oh why is she adopting can't she have kids of her own and in my head, I was like, why are you actually asking that question? I, d- I didn't understand because that not that thought never passed my head. Yeah. So it might be a generational thing. It might just be perceptions of, you know, individual people and how they perceive what adoption is. It And sometimes it's just a lack of knowledge. Um, but I was shocked when people were reacting with such stigma against adoption. Yeah, I mean, the stigma's there. We just don't see it often unless you're adopting and you go through it. Um, but you're right, you know, like the questions you've just said. Then the the straightforward questions that are asked if you're going through adoption, can't you have kids? I mean, that's a pretty personal question, don't you think? Yeah, I, I definitely think so. And I don't even think people should be asking that. But it's them asking, thinking about that question in the first place. Yeah. Because, you know, surely my first thought was, oh, my God, wow, that's amazing. And I was shocked that people didn't have that same kind of reaction. Yeah. This thing's in balance, isn't it? Because, like, sometimes, and it depends on the closeness of the relationships you've got with that person. Like, for example, I could openly ask, hey, like, you know, is it because, you know, you've had difficulties? Um, Is it because, actually, that's what you want to do? You know, um, but... Again, some people might not feel that comfortable and some people might just ask it because they're just being a bit naive with what they say, you know. Mm. So, Yeah, I suppose if you put it in that context, the way you've just said it, yeah. you would have asked, asked us and we would have genuinely thought you had our best interest at heart, which is why you were asking. Exactly. Um, so yes, I do so give you that. You take it with the context that it's implied, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's a fair point. But then I can see how from elder generation that you've got like, even if you take it into marriage, you know, when you're marry, marrying somebody out of caste, yeah. you've got that stigmatism. And I suppose the same implies with adoption as well. And that can be kind of, you know, oh, why are they doing this? 
you know, so yeah, I can see how that happens yeah. quite a lot. That's fair. And do you think there's enough literature out there about adoption for our generation, let alone the older generation, to understand? I I don't think so. I mean, I guess we weren't looking to adopt, so we maybe didn't, didn't do the research. Yeah. But once you said, actually, we're going to adopt, I, I was just browsing and, you know, having a look at what the process is like and just trying to get an understanding of it. Yeah. And actually, there's very basic information, so it doesn't, you know, give details of how you know, like how long it's going to be or where to get the information from. Then then speaking to you, there was so much as I really, they need to do that. Yeah. You know? So I guess people, that, even the people who have probably been through that process haven't spoken about it to make people aware mm. of the actual process and what is needed mm. to make the people who want to adopt better prepared. Fair enough. And what about the stigma from our generation then? Because we've obviously sp- just spoken about the older generation, like parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles. What about our generation? Do you think there is a stigma there? I don't know. I think it might. I think as the generations go down, I think things are starting to get a bit more acceptable. Yeah. So, but then it depends on who you associate with as well sometimes. And sometimes you just realise that when you go through any sort of milestone that's different. Hmm you discover that some people that you thought were there probably don't support as much as what you'd expect. A hundred percent. So, um, yeah, that's a tricky one to answer, isn't it? Very much so. Sap, what do you think? I think there is stigma. Mm. I'm not sure why, because actually, as a society and our generation now, we're a lot more accepting of things that, you know, our parents generation or the ones prior to that weren't accepting of. 100%. But there's certain things that there's still a stigma around which is difficult to kind of put together because you wouldn't expect it because some of the things actually you're willing to change Mm. but surely you need to change everything you know the world's becoming a different place so you've got to accept you know you've got to move with the times Sometimes it might just be because of how you've been brought up. So again, it's influence of your older generation, um, older generation, and then you've kind of stuck with that, and then not moved with the times, or not actually even bothered to try and find out a bit more, and just made your judgment yes. straight away. You know, sometimes you maybe need to look at it a bit more in detail, and then maybe discuss how you feel, or you know, ask a few further questions rather than just saying actually why are you doing this, you know, or asking the negative kind of. And do you think there are any key factors that influence this stigma around adoption? I don't know. I think it's not talked about. People probably don't understand the reasons why a lot of people adopt. You know, mm. it's not just because you can't have kids. Some most people who want to adopt actually are doing it for the benefit of that child. They're a hundred percent. You know, um, everybody deserves a chance. Yes. And if you can give that chance to somebody, why not? Why not? You know, I agree with you. You give to charity, well, actually, you know, this is kind of helping in a different way, but you're still helping. And, you know, you're, she's yours. She's yeah. your own. Yeah, um, she's our daughter. I think there is also an issue about people maybe thinking that actually maybe we'll adopt, but we'll never, she'll never be ours. Or they're not willing to accept that actually she's going to be different blood. Hmm. But it's not just the blood relations. No. You know, she she is your daughter, but 
that's something you need to overcome to start with before you even start the process absolutely and you know that is one of the biggest things that you have to do you know always your mindset set that actually you're adopting this child you're going to accept that child as your own however one day and it's true you know Sia might grow up to 18 and say to me mommy I want to find my birth mother or my birth parents you know and it's something you have to accept is it going to be an issue no because we've adopted her knowing that that's a possibility you know she might grow up and say I actually don't want to know but it's an option that she has you know it's not something that I can enforce and it's not something that I can say yes or no to it's it's def it's got to be her decision at the end of the day and that's quite liberating because you are quite level-headed from that perspective but there's a lot of people that probably aren't Mm. and you know I'll speak personally you know that you know if I ever did the adoption you know I don't know how I'd mentally cope with something like that because you do have to be quite strong with your mindset and 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 with your your mental state I suppose yeah you know would that be quite a difficult thing for me you know and I've never thought of it as much until you know sort of having a look at these sort of experiences you know would you be able to cope with that I don't know don't know. You know, it's tough, isn't it? It yeah, of course it is. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not going to be easy for me. You yeah. know, I I don't know how she's going to react if we do find her birth mother, and it it will be because she's been with us three years. She's my daughter, but have, her then hugging her real mother, I don't know how I'm going to feel then. But it's a journey that I want to see through with her. Absolutely, and and, and because that's your daughter, you you follow it through and you will support them. A hundred percent, I will. Give it, so. Yeah, I was just going to say it has to be an unconditional and unbiased love because yeah. that's why you went into this journey, and that unconditional love extends to friends and families as well. So Absolutely. there shouldn't be a differentiation of treating your real child and your adopted child in any different way. Unconditional love means unconditional love. But, but you know, obviously. As a result of this journey, I've obviously connected with a lot of other couples that are going through their adoption journey or have adopted a child from India or various countries. And actually, they are finding that if they do have a birth child, that birth child is treated differently to the adopted child. What are your thoughts on that? I'm just surprised to hear that because actually, you know, you think that your family support and maybe friends... I guess sometimes situations then show you who your true friends are because they would understand you. Yes. But with family, I would struggle to see that happening. So, yeah. you know, you saying that actually, it's a bit sad that, that that is going on because I wouldn't expect it because actually, especially our parents' generation should know and they've grown up in um, extended households and there was unconditional love there, you know. Like my... Um, grandmother might be looking after her siblings children at the same time as my parents my parents um and that love's unconditional because you treat them the same so for us to then see that actually in our parents generation or possibly our generation as well that there is such kind of treatment unequal um that's yeah shocking and sad it is shocking and sad and i think for me, the biggest part is when it is our generation that are treating these children differently because, again, we've touched on the older generation and their views and how traditional they may be in the way they've grown up. But our generation's very different. We're very... We've been brought up in a society. We're not... We, you know, we've not been brought up in India. We've been brought up here. 
you know, our thoughts are very modern. And for our generation to be treating these children differently is very shocking. You say that, but then it's the generation filters down, doesn't it, from from sort of the parents, I suppose, and the cultural yes. differences. And you know, we learn from our parents, and then we choose to yes. adapt. And and the world's a very different place five years ago, let alone ten years ago. Look at what's acceptable to say in society versus what isn't. You know, you look mm-hmm. at comedies changed massively. You know, you're getting some of the things you you, you can't say nowadays and and whatnot, but. You look at the media, you look at TV programmes, you look at the way that's portrayed, adoption or, you know, and and then that rubs off onto people because that's what you see, you absorb. Mm. So is it a shock? Probably not. Would you hope that it's not done as much nowadays? Absolutely. And, yeah. and when it is, you know, when that does happen, it's, it's it can be quite tough to deal with, can't it? A hundred percent. And so guys... What can you say to those couples that are currently going through the adoption journey that haven't got as supportive supportive friends as we've had with our journey? They're getting the negative opinions. They're getting the comments. What would you say to them? You have two choices, don't you? You either sit down and explain it to those friends because you've got that relationship. You know, if you can't have those open conversations, then, you know, you need to revisit those friendships and, and loyalties, don't you? And that's sometimes a harsh reality that people don't like to deal with Mm. um and find people that are going through the same journey like whenever you're doing anything you know it is whether it's you know trauma a business whatever it is you find people in that same space experiencing those same difficulties and challenges yes and they're they're gonna be the ones that support you know when you when you get pregnant you go to antenatal classes don't you yes because you're surrounding yourself with people going for the same stuff they're in the same boat space do the same thing you know they're the ones that are going to understand and support you a little bit better than you know bob around the corner (laughs) that you meet up once every three months with yeah you know you haven't got that strong connection with i suppose so um yeah you you form new alliances to support you through different challenges in life i think i think it's what you're what rimon said and as well have open discussions because Sometimes it's just a matter of educating the people. Um, as crazy as that sounds. Uh, yeah, as crazy as that sounds, it is just educating. And I think if it's family members, and it is definitely worth sitting them down and making your feelings known and getting their understanding of why they're thinking, whatever their thoughts are. And actually, sometimes it just it might be misconceptions that just need to be talked about, and then actually it might be resolved. Yeah, absolutely. And what would you say to those within our generation that are making these comments and giving these opinions and don't want to back off? I don't think it makes a difference whether they're our generation or somebody else's generation. I think the response is still the same, isn't it? And I think it's setting sort of uh, key expectations and boundaries, I suppose. And that's, you know, sometimes you need to do that. Mm. Whenever you're... Reverse it back, I suppose, when you're at work, you'll have different people with different skill sets. Yes. Now, they're all your colleagues. You know, they're all going to serve a purpose to the greater good of the bit of uh, development. But you know you go, you've go. you got different people to go to if you need different tasks doing or different things doing. And I suppose you almost have to take that sort of stance with knowing, right, you know what, these guys have got me for that. This set of people have got me for a different scenario and these set of people have got me for a different scenario and then taking a bit of a holistic view on it. Does that mean that some people are, are better friends or better family members than others? Maybe not. Sometimes you make a decision on that and you take a call. You shouldn't have to filter that though, should you? 
No, I'm not saying filter it. I'm just saying sometimes in different scenarios you've got different people that are different supporters. So, for example, there's friends that I know that I'd gladly go on holiday with and there's friends that I'd gladly go to the pub with. Sam, what's your take on it? <laughs> I think if your friends don't know you and aren't able to understand you, then that friendship might need to be revisited. If it's our generation, I think... At the minute, social media is quite, you know, people are influenced by social media. So as people are becoming more aware, I think they are becoming more acceptable. So you would hope that in the next 10 years, that stigma is going to disappear. Yeah. And hopefully people are talking about it more. You know, I definitely always talk about adoption. You know, it's not something I'm doing but actually I've got friends who've adopted so actually it's something I enjoy talking about and you know getting people's thoughts and opinions on it Um, yeah I mean you've always been quite positive about the whole journey both of you have Um, I I just believe it's a good thing so you know I think people's um, opinions will change in due course but it's just kind of Helping those people change their minds if they have, and it's just talking. If people understand better, maybe they will start changing their mindsets. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else that you think I need to say or that you want to add? No, I'm just really proud of the both of you that you know you've taken such a big step. And actually, if we didn't know you, we would not know that Thea's adopted. Yeah. You know, she's she fits in perfectly. She has your looks she looks she has your mannerisms you know. she does she's got nobody, my lip yeah <laughs> nobody would know any different so yeah. you know it's something to see as a positive for people who want to adopt actually your family is a true reflection of fam- what adoption life can be like 100 percent. you know and i think the shocking part is that we're so open and we speak so openly about the adoption even with her you know it again another point was don't tell her she's adopted, you know, and we were dead set against that. We wanted to be open and transparent with her because we didn't want a situation to arise with someone else hold her before us. Yeah. Um, and she'll happily tell you she's adopted. She definitely told us, yeah. And it's not like you love her any less. The no. The still there and she loves you like she she doesn't know any different. A hundred percent, yeah. What about you, Rimmel? I don't think there is a set guideline, is there? There's kind of guidelines of what you should shouldn't do, but... Ultimately, you need to make those decisions, don't you? Absolutely. And it's great that you've you've been able to do that, and it's great that you've had such an amazing experience with Sia. Um, and also, what's been good for us is that you've kind of been quite vocal and sharing that journey. You know, yeah. Whether that's through your book or podcast or Facebook and following that journey, you know, it's, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. Yeah. We've certainly opened our eyes to the process a lot more. Yeah. And we've certainly got a better understanding of it than what we had previously. Mm. So, and, and maybe, you know, part of the stigmas and the difficulties is a lack of understanding like anything else, isn't it? Yeah, and that's 100%. Of it, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, thank you so much for your time. I'm sure you'll be back on my podcast soon. I'm sure we will. <laughs> thank you again. Thank you. Thank you for having us.